and welcome to Offsides. My name is Matt Ufford. This is the very finest internet NFL show. Our guest today, you probably already recognize him, Heinz Ward, formerly of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's see if I can get the resume here. Four-time <laughs> Pro Bowler, yep. uh, three times in the Super Bowl, yep. two-time champion, yep. one-time MVP. Also twice named the dirtiest player in the NFL by his uh, comrades. I'm proud to, proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also a uh, champion of Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars, yes. Uh, Thanks to the fan. Congratulations on all of those things. Mm -hmm. um, let's clear the air first. I've got to come clean. The elephant in the room is I am a Seahawks fan. <laughs> Your greatest moment, Super Bowl MVP, was uh, uh, my least favorite moment as a fan. Oh, I'm sorry about that. but uh, you're, you're not really, though. No, That's I'm okay. not really. You had a great, you had a great game. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, for me, it was a dream come true. As a child, you envision yourself playing in the Super Bowl and, and becoming an MVP. And so it was almost surreal to me. It was like deja vu. Well, I'm really happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I will not be charmed by your 1,000-megawatt smile, uh, sir. Right. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a woman watching Dancing with the Stars won over by uh, your okay. charm. All right, all right. Going to go through the <laughs> ringer today. Mm -hmm. No, I, I do want it because you have been to three Super Bowls. Uh, the win in 40, uh, MVP. Mm -hmm. uh, 43 was a much more exciting Super Bowl over the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. And then a 45 lost to the Packers, but you caught a, a key touchdown at the end of the first half. So I have to ask, what's your favorite memory of all the Super Bowls? Mm -hmm. It's got to be Super Bowl Forty in Detroit because it was the first one. Mm -hmm. um, like I say, I think every NFL player always dreamed of, of playing in the Super Bowl and winning it. And then on top of that, uh, being named MVP was like you know icing on the cake. Um, you know, I felt like I have achieved everything I wanted out of the NFL. I, I was a Pro Bowl player. Uh, I had an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl MVP. And go to Disney World. I think everybody <laughs> loves that saying. You know, I can't wait to go to Disney World. And and for me, it was living my childhood dream. So that has to be um, my my favorite moment. I have to I have to ask about that because when you actually go to Disney World, do you get? To, I know you're in the parade, but do you actually have to? Do you also get front of the line privileges? Yeah, I, I get the, oh, the, the 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 buddy pass, the speed pass. I kind of. <sighs> I mean, that's the luxury of, uh, of of becoming Super Bowl MVP, that you're always welcome to that park at any time. And really? It's like a lifetime pass? Yeah, it's a lifetime oh. thing. So, uh, you know, for me, I get the, the royal treatment every time I go. Because, man, that, that kills me because I've always been like, hey, whatever, Disney World, long lines, crying kids. If you get the front of the line. Yeah, I, we go through the exit. We don't go through the front. You just we do go like Space exit. Mountain like 10 times in oh, a row? Oh, yeah, back-to-back. Don't oh, get off. <laughs> man, that is, that is at, worth winning the Super Bowl uh, yeah, MVP. You, you can do Disney in one day. So <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the, the luxury of that. Uh, you're having your transition nicely into your post-football career. You're uh, an analyst for uh, NBC Sports Football Night in America, mm -hmm. one of 37, I think, on the show, yes? Yes, I'm very blessed. I mean, you know, I know a lot of guys who are retired, and they're really trying to – figure out what they want to do with life after football. And for me, I was always uh, preparing for life after football because you never know uh, when it's going to end. And when it does end, you want to make sure that, you know, you have things set in place so you're able to make that transition. And luckily for me, um, you know, I was very blessed that NBC signed, uh, signed me. And I'm, 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 I'm doing Notre Dame football with Doug Flutie. And, uh, and now I'm on Sunday Night Football with uh, the godfather himself, uh, Bob Costas. Bob Costas. Who are you, who are you tight with on that, on that football night crew? Because uh... Everybody. This is, this is a close-knitted family. I mean, for me, uh, working alongside of Bob, um, you know, I'm kind of like his servant. So I just kind of <laughs> get behind him because, 
he gets the royal treatment. I mean, they opened up the doors for him. So when they opened up the door for him, I walked in right behind him. So, sure, uh, sure. you know, I benefit on the treatment. But, I mean, everybody's close. Uh, you know, Rodney Harrison and I, we've, we've had our battles uh, yeah. through the years. Uh, we both were named dirtiest players in the league. And, and Coach Dungey, uh, funny story about it, he almost drafted me. Uh, when he was in Tampa Bay, and you know, he told me a funny story. I had a, I don't have an uh, ACL injury. In my yeah, I, I read about that. Yeah, and uh, that was the, the the knock on me. He was, you know, their, their their medical staff didn't think that I would play long enough. Most people need ACLs to run yeah, around it's and crazy. Cut. <laughs> I'm a freak of nature. <laughs> John Elway also had most of his NFL career without an ACL. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy when they hear people tear it, and then you know, you hear RG three and uh, knee injuries that. You know, he just had last season. And you're like, now. don't even need yeah, it. Yeah, don't need it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, like I said, I mean, I'm very blessed in that sense that to sign along, uh, to sign with a great family in, in the NBC and, and to come up here in New York. I love coming up here and visiting, great shopping area, great food, just a great city and good opportunity to join the whole NBC Sunday Night Football crew. Uh, I do want to talk about Dancing with the Stars for a moment just because uh, <laughs> trying to appeal to a broader base. No, right? uh, your partner was Kim Johnson. Yes. She is, she's not unattractive. No. Uh, oh, there she is on the beach. Yes. Um, and then we've got, a, we've got a picture of you with her as well. Um, uh, impersonating a military officer is yeah, a was, crime punishable by up to three years in prison, sir. Oh, well, it, was, it was that officer in a gentleman role, <laughs> and I was trying to be the gentleman. <laughs> um, uh, how was how was that? Do you, did you think that helped pave the way for your uh, for your well, football night in America stint? Well, or? I think it's just put me on a, a a different platform. You know, it's crazy because I'm probably more known for Dancing with the Stars than the 14 years I played in the NFL. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's a great uh, opportunity, and I make the most of it. And to walk away uh, the Mirrorball champion is is just an uh, amazing feat for me. Is there kind of because it seems like anytime there's a running back or a wide receiver from the NFL on the show, it seems like they just end up winning. Well, it's just that I think you know for football players we're perfectionists. You know, you give us a playbook and we want to execute it to the T. So uh, for us, um, you know, it's about you giving us a game plan and we're going out there and we'll practice until we get it right. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to leave the uh, the ballroom until it's right until we're comfortable with it. And then. You know, performing in front of an audience, even though it's we're out of element, you know, when we get overcome that first or two initial shows, then we're kind of in our comfort zone and then we're able to go out there and shine. You're now, I have to, you obviously have the Ironman polo on. Yes. <laughs> uh, you're training for the Ironman triathlon in Hawaii this October. Mm -hmm. um, you're 37. Yes. You put your body through 14 years of abuse, 14 yes. years in yes. the NFL? 14. Uh, you've always trained for strength, short bursts of speed. And now you're taking on a 140-mile triathlon. How do you, like, two questions, two <laughs> yeah, questions. Yeah. A, how, how, how hard has it been to retrain your body for endurance? And B, did you ask your doctor? Because I'm 34, my body is falling apart. <laughs> yes, first of all, the second question first, I did ask my doctor when uh, the opportunity presented itself for me to do the Ironman in Kona, Hawaii. So I wanted to make sure physically could I do it uh, because – I was enjoying the retired life, kind of got up to around 228, 230 uh, in weight, and I um, didn't know if I could sustain uh, doing something and becoming an endurance athlete. But uh, becoming an endurance athlete and being a football player is on the opposite end of the spectrum yeah. in the sense that, you know, football is all about speed, power, bursts, and, and quickness, how fast you can go in 40 yards. So whereas becoming an endurance athlete is, you know, 
what can you do to sustain a certain pace uh, to be able to make it to the finish line. And that's something that I still struggle with to this day because I get out there and, and my coach, Paula Newby Frazier, who's kind of like the Michael Jordan of the triathlon world, she's an eight-time winner of the Ironman competition out in Kona. So uh, she said, I want you to go run eight miles. Well, I never ran over a mile a day in my life. So here I am <laughs> now. I built up the stamina to be able to run eight miles. But still, uh, the first two or three miles, I, automatically I revert back to being a football player. You know, I open up my stride, and, mm -hmm. and I may can do uh, a mile in my eight, eight minutes, you know, 8.25, somewhere in there. Um, but the, around mile four, mile five, the time drops off significantly because uh, my heart rate, I'm, I'm not able to sustain that, uh, to be able to sustain that pace to go the distance sure. like that. It's all about pacing. So I'm still a rookie at that, learning it all, but – I just did my half Ironman in Kansas uh, Sunday, and it's crazy. It's the most rewarding uh, thing you ever can think of when you cross that finish line because you start to see all the hard work is starting to pay off. Kansas, just flat land, water without tides, just not even challenging yourself, are <laughs> yeah, you? I just 70 miles and nice and easy. Just 70 miles. It was, it was hilly, but it was uh, grass. I saw a lot of cows, <laughs> uh, a lot of lakes. <laughs> I saw a lot of different things, and the thing about it, you know, where it's different to Dancing with the Stars, fans can't vote you to the finish line. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you're out here riding you know, on your bike, you're basically out there by yourself. And it's a lot of soul searching in the sense of finding out who you are. When you're feeling tired, can you persevere and push through the pain and, and for, find out a way uh, to make it to the finish line? Yeah, I ride, uh, sometimes I'll ride my bike to work. It's like six, seven miles, and uh, and I don't do anything else the rest of the day. I'm good. That's that's plenty. Well, that's enough. I mean, uh, it's a start. <laughs> yeah, well, it's 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 a start to my day. Um, no, it's it's. Uh, I think that's that's great. That's noble. I also think that uh, you're a wealthy man. There are cheaper ways or easier ways to get to Hawaii. Uh, yeah, there, there is. Um, but I'm, I'm very blessed in the sense that you know, it's probably a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get a chance to go to Hawaii and compete because this is like the Super Bowl of all the triathlon events. Everybody wants to get here all over the world, and you have to qualify. Uh, luckily for me, I'm a part of Got Chocolate Milk uh, Become One campaign, and it's an opportunity for me along with three other everyday Joe Blows uh, who's never really competed in a triathlon. And you can watch our journey uh, as we go uh, well, we start off first and, and go all the way uh, to Kona. So I think it's a great uh, inspirational um, series that you can watch and, and see kind of our whole journey uh, as we all four uh, take off on this journey of a lifetime. And this is an uh, unusual thing. Most people don't consider uh, like whole milk or chocolate milk a good recovery drink. It actually is. It is, and it's something that I wish I would have known when I was playing football. I think so many people – get a misconception of thinking the sports drinks are, are, are the way to be to help you recover. But actually, low-fat chocolate milk uh, repairs your body, uh, refuels your muscle, and to able to provide you a chance to be able to go out and, and do the same thing on a day-to-day on -day basis. And that's what really endurance athlete is all about, is being able to go out refueling your body on these long trips on the long, you know, exercise that you're doing. And then when it's all over, to be able to recover from the long event that you just did and do the same thing uh, the next day. And really, uh, the secret to my success is uh, the chocolate milk. 
chocolate milk and also uh, being an incredible athlete, I think, <laughs> may have something to do with well, it. Well, it does, but you have to, it's all about refueling your body and, you know, recovering at the same time. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that the, the, the Ironman is the uh, Super Bowl of triathlons. Yes. Someone blindsides you on the bike. Do you think the announcers are going to be like, that's just good, hard-nosed triathlon? <laughs> well, a lot of that goes along in the swimming part. It's there's just like, triathlon in the right way. Well, in the swimming part now, there's pulling, tugging, punching. A lot goes on out there in the ocean. And, and you know, I've been tugged on before. I've been, I haven't been kicked in the face, but I've been uh, grabbed a couple of times. I bet you give it out to a little bit. Uh, you not, have to. Not on purpose. You so have a accident. reputation to uphold, <laughs> sir. It's just instinctively, if somebody gets near me, <laughs> I just want to throw an elbow or something. But, you know, it's a little dirty play that goes along in the ocean, but it's all fair game when you're out there. I'll tell you what, as, as someone who grew up in a swimming pool uh, and swimming laps, what works really nicely, grab the ankle at the front of your stroke and just pull yes, back. Yes, and that's happened to me. Oh. And, and they almost pulled my chip off my ankle, but... Oh. Uh, and that's something that you just have to, you know, deal with out there in the ocean. You got so many, you got two thousand competitors in the water. I'm sure there's a lot of tugging that going that goes on out there. Uh, we're gonna finish the show. Uh, we've got something called Fumbler. It's a it's a little segment that takes a look at uh, the NFL through the eyes of the internet. Some uh, some memes, <laughs> and uh, one thing that was very very popular on the internet last summer was the Dark Knight Rises. Yes, and of course you were in that as a member of the <laughs> Gotham Rogues. There were a lot of plot holes in this movie. Yeah, it was. Um, all the cops getting trapped underground, uh, Bruce Wayne magically reappearing in Gotham after climbing out of the hole. But uh, the uh, the biggest thing that I just could not swallow was you returning a kick and outrunning pro football players. Yes, I was outrunning. That's how fast when you when the field is blowing up, you don't realize how fast you are. But uh, <laughs> it's a great opportunity for me to do it in Hinesville, where I played my whole career there. Uh, in Pittsburgh, so I was excited and honored uh, because I grew up a Batman fan. You mm-hmm. know, I even dressed up as Batman for for Halloween. So uh, when opportunity presented itself, hey, we would like we got a small little. Uh, football scene. We would love for you to return a, a football for a touchdown. You weren't like, maybe I should just be doing a, a little uh, a little possession receiver no, route. No, 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 no. <laughs> if they came to you and asked you to be in Batman the movie, to do anything... I'd be like, yes. Yes. I, <laughs> I, yes, I can fight Bane. <laughs> exactly. And that's, and that's I do know Krav Maga. Correct. And that's just a, an opportunity that I had, and and that's something that, you know, being a Batman fan that, you know, I can always put in the DVD and Said I was on the big screen. All right. Uh, also, you've that wasn't your only uh, go around with Hollywood. You were also on The Walking Dead. Yeah. You got to. You were the only zombie <laughs> on the series to. That's that's a smile. That is a smile. They're, 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 uh, I was I was smiling, but I was a little upset that why didn't I survive? I don't know who caught me and made me a zombie. Oh yeah, that's a that's a good question. Yeah. Maybe that means that I was you're, not you're, that fast. Your apocalyptic survival correct. kit is, yes. is clearly not ready to go. <laughs> exactly. So. You need to update it with uh, with with ammunition, yes. baseball Do bats, etc. I, I think I kind of got ambushed. Yeah, I think I was, you know, trying to help somebody else, and and one of the monsters kind of the zombies snuck up behind me and got okay. me. So you um, really worked on this backstory of yeah, yours. Yeah. <laughs> Cause everybody's like, I mean, you're supposed to be a great athlete. How you get caught by a zombie? You yeah. Know? Well, so, you seem to be happy about it. Like, Hey, I'm a zombie. I, I mean, you know, I've been very blessed in the sense that, you know, like you say, I mean, three times I played in the Super Bowl, won twice, Super Bowl MVP. I was a Pro Bowl player, uh, dancing with the stars, uh, Batman, walking with the dead. Now the, 
the the Ironman. I mean, so many great opportunities, and and like I said, it's, I'm living a living. I'm a modern-day version of Forrest Gump. I can't really explain all the uh, the great opportunities that's presented itself, but I'm I'm making the most of it, and, I, and I'm living life to the fullest. All right. So let's just do one last thing. Are, would you be down for a smile off? Yeah. All right. So uh, we're just gonna we're gonna go between the cameras, you and me, and you just you just keep the keep the wattage turned up high. All right. All right, that was fun. I, that was a, <laughs> it was I a tie. Well, you had a great smile. Uh, it's good. I let me ask you uh, before we go. How much work you have the work done? Adult braces. Yeah, I had the Invisalign a while back. Oh, the secret. So good, huh? My my crest wife, crest though. I use a lot of crest. My wife was uh, the adult with braces. She got them out of college. She oh, was yeah? like teeth were teeth weren't perfect anymore, and she uh -huh. was like, I'm going braces again. I didn't know her at the she time. She went old school? Yeah, she went old school. Like the, old, the color yeah. braces? She was like a 23-year-old like got... teacher with braces. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I probably should not have shared that information. <laughs> Sorry, baby. All right. Uh, his name is Heinz Ward. You can follow his training regimen at gotchocolatemilk.com. Yes. I'm Matt Ufford. This is Offsides. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again soon.